Parks and Heroes Disney and D Heist Edition. Um, I was listening to some uh, jazzy James Bond stuff in preparation for this. Uh, according to like, I just thought it was elevator music. It was elevator music. It was music. It's offensive, is what it was. Anyway, uh, so the gang is preparing for a uh, an extraction in Nostris Ignora. They did their major planning session last uh, last time, uh, but there's one thing that was forgotten to be planned. So we're going to plan that real quick before we get started, uh, and that is how they're going to tell do Doofenshmirtz the plan once they get into the city. Uh, so what do you guys think? What do you, how do you want to how do you want to contact him? Absolutely. Well, I think cost to hire a Skywriting. Yep, absolutely. Skywriting. Mm -hmm. um, so I think the first thing we have to figure out is, so in the last session we said that Elsa was going to go in as the diplomatic envoy, but maybe we don't want to do that. What do you guys? <clears throat> I'm Elsa happy to do either of them, honestly. Yeah, either way is fine with me. Okay. You want to rock, paper, scissor it? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Ready? Uh, yep. <clears throat> okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. This is going really well. Wow. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, okay. Right. What does that mean? Um, I'll, I mean? I'll do the diplomatic stuff. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Yeah. So change of plans. Rapunzel and Kronk will be headed in as diplomatic envoys. Elsa and Giselle will be smuggling themselves aboard a ship in disguise. Um, they'll be, well, they won't be smuggling themselves. They'll be sailors on a Coronian um, vessel that will arrive at the port um, and then exit. And uh, hopefully with Doofenshmirtz and co aboard. Um, so you guys, so the only plan I've heard so far is sky riding. Um, <laughs> solid plan. It's a plan. It's solid. solid. As solid as that plan is, I do think it might be better not to alert the entire city to what our plan is. Oh, you write it in code. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Kronk, I meant to ask you, with your with your beast sense, are you able to have any kind of control over the animal, or do you own or uh, do you only see through its eyes? Um, it's mainly just sight. Okay. I don't think, because I've, I've tried to get, like if I'm really chummy with a squirrel, if it's a squirrel in particular, I can usually ask it to do something for me. Okay. But like, I don't have direct, like, magical control over animals. Because that is one way you could do it if you wanted to, would be have crunk control a squirrel. It's not exactly like... I wouldn't control it, but I could certainly try and convince it to do what we want. Right. What if I mean, we I... were to write a note telling Doofenshmirtz to, like leave and go to the docks at a certain time and the squirrel yeah, like puts I it in his mouth like a nut. But he is a squirrel, so like Yeah. I can make a compelling case, but it's probably up to the squirrel. Okay. Um do we know what time the Coronian boat is going to be arriving? Uh yes it's gonna be it's gonna be getting there at noon. I uh, was expected departure of one o'clock in the afternoon, um, but given um, given uh, just departure times and all that kind of stuff, there is there's a, a give of about half an hour on the, on either side, so you can leave a half hour earlier or later uh, without arousing suspicion. Um, 
the stuff that the Coronians are going to be taking out on the boat, is it going to be waiting at the docks or is it going to like, do they have to go and pick it up and transport it to the docks? Um, so it's going to be waiting at the docks. Okay. Yeah, it seems like maybe what we should do is try to get a note to Doofenshmirtz and get him to leave the Beaker District with his daughter and robot and meet you guys down at the docks. Now, you also can, uh, as a diplomatic envoy, take a tour of the city. I just want you to know that that's also a possibility, uh, including the Beaker District. Um, so you could have uh, Furlow personally walk you through and introduce you to all kinds of different stuff to show, he wants to show off the prosperity of his town. Um, so that is another way that you could possibly get into the Beaker District. Okay. So what if we were to arrange a tour and I try to pass a note to Doof and then if that fails, we have the backup plan of getting a squirrel to do it? What do we think? So, so I can summon a shadow spirit for an hour. Spooks. And it, uh, you know, it could hide and it can speak common. I, I've never thought of using it in a communication way. Or even yes, using it. What is, what is that spell called? Summon spirit? Summon shadow? It's called... Summon shadow spirit. Oh. Yeah. Is there a range on that? There is a range, yes. But I think that's to cast. I don't know. The duration concentration. Let's see. You have to choose an emotion, fury, despair, or fear. Um, it's got some stats. Yeah, just, the fear, fear can just, hide in the darkness. Just given the way that the spell is 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 written, you can use that one. Um, I would make you choose one of those emotions. Absolutely. Um, and how it would communicate would be uh, up to you. The so are you um, thinking that you would sneak within range of where Doofenshmirtz is? Send the well, spirit to tell Andrew, him. do you think that could do you think that could travel outside of the range? Like, is the range the casting range, or is the range the the range is usually the casting range? And if it so has, I could cast usually, it ninety feet away or whatever. Usually, or w would it disappear if it got further? Usually, within the spell description, like tensor's floating disc and like unseen servant, it has a range as to how far away it can go from you. Yeah. Um, I also will say that this one does have material components worth at least 300 GP. So Ooh. since it's such a high since it's such a high amount, I would actually make you keep track. I usually don't make you keep track of your uh, material spell components, but with such a high idea. with a yeah. with a high with a high cost like that, I, I would require that. Okay, squirrels are good. Squirrels are great. We like squirrels. Okay, so maybe we just try um, because with squirrels like there's a chance that James might not be able to convince the squirrel. So maybe our first resort is trying to just sleight of hand pass a note or should our first resort be a squirrel? What do you think, James? Uh, well, if I, uh, 
if my stats were to be believed, my animal handling, is, I have plus five on. Web. Whereas, uh, and guidance, that's a... So. Yeah. So, okay. chances are I'll be able to convince one to do what we want. Would it be weird to have a squirrel in the Beaker District? It is a woodland creature. I mean, there's only so much you can do to keep animals off your streets. Yeah. Okay. I could always have a pet, right? Yeah. Maybe he could, like, come with you on our tour. If I've got Pascal, I could have... I do have Pascal. Scal pet. Whoa. Doesn't our bard have that cool uh, Motron? Mo, oof. Motron? Mm -hmm. Motron, yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, true. I could carry notes, I'm sure. That's <clears throat> true. Yeah, split a fine book in half. You can carry a note. Yeah. Um, can the Modron go like far away from Giselle like that? Yep. Or, we, or are we talking about you giving me the Modron or Kronk the Modron ahead of time? Well, let me bring the map back up. Sorry, I thought I had it right here. Um, boop, boop. Every time I think of the Modron, I think of the old Clash of the Titans movie with mm -hmm. the owl. That's not, a, yeah, that's on purpose. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, so, the bigger district's right here, in this black outline here. You're going to be unloading your gear here, and then you're going to be picking up your gear down here. Um, so, it, I mean... You know, it doesn't really matter who has the Modron ultimately, as long as like you give it clear instructions on what it needs to do. I'm just thinking that if we can give Doof as much notice as possible, then he has time to like get his stuff together and make sure that he can get out with him and Vanessa and Norm. Um, so I worry that if Shannon doesn't send the Modron until you guys get there. You guys might not have, he might not have time to meet up with you before you have to be out of the city. So, yeah, so maybe we just rely on squirrels or Pascal. I mean, or, she can give you the Modron. Yeah. You know what? Why don't we, because I was going to, when we were planning on going on, of having me on the boat, I was going to use my upgraded wind fan to maybe help push the boat out of the city faster. So what if we just trade? Sure. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Um, as an FYI, um, you're going to be standing down here and you can see there are houses and stuff like that on either side of the river for the most part. Um, so just when using your wind fan, maybe use discretion. 
right. Um, anything else you guys can think of you need to plan? You got escape routes and all that kind of stuff? And then once Doof gets to the boat, are you guys going to try to hide him in a crate or just somewhere on the boat? I mean, I got some spells that could hide him for sure that could change his appearance and stuff. Yeah, they, um, I think Andrew said last time that they have to have like papers. So oh, there's, that's right. an exact, there's an exact log of the number of people on board that's in right. there. He did say that. So. Yeah. Uh, invisibility? Vegetation. Fly? Yeah. I was just wondering if I can create those papers with that spell. Which spell? Prestigitation. Because hmm. they've got you can create a non-magical trinket or an illusion, an illusory image that can fit in your hand. Yeah, it's not the same thing as. Yeah. Where you I'll can... let you do that. Um, we'll need to roll a d20 to see how convincing it is. Okay. Um, but I'll let you do that. Would it have to match records that they already have? Mm-hmm. You'll have to be expecting it. So basically, if you're going to like hire, like if your plan was to like give them fake paperwork as extra soldiers, they would have to be expecting one extra soldier on the way out or a sailor. I mean, or three or three or whatever. It just everything has to match. Everything has to match their paperwork. Otherwise, that's when things get suspicious. It would probably just be easier to hide them then, right? <laughs> yep. In the barrels. Great. Gonna do a barrel roll. <laughs> cool. Alright, you guys all set? Do, and we got our stuff back from Bell, right? Yep. Cool. All those magical items you gave over here. She gave them back. Um, so you guys have worked it out with uh, Corona that they are going to be sending a boat. Um, are you, uh, the people on the boat, um, Elsa and Giselle, are you guys um, disguising yourselves or are you just going to go as yourselves? Um. Does it make the most sense to pretend like we're from Corona? Well, they just need to know because they're filling out the paperwork. So like, yeah, I am definitely not going to come as Elsa of Arendelle. That yeah. might be a red flag. So okay. yep. All right. So what are you going to use to disguise yourself? Pseudonym and a backwards hat. <laughs> Can I whip up an outfit? You bet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't believe. Do you have a disguise kit? The greater goodians. That's a good question. You have proficiency with a disguise kit? I think you do. I don't have a disguise kit. I'll bet the order has one you could borrow. I'm not seeing. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say I have weaver's tools, but I'm not seeing anything with a disguise kit. Well, I think bards get proficiency in disguise anyway. That's handy. Do, 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 do. 
going to double check. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do me any favors. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, go ahead and roll a d20 and add your proficiency bonus. Um, and we'll see how good your disguise is. While you're doing that, um, so are me and Kronk going a couple days before you guys? Is that the plan? I think so. Okay. Just a little bit before. It doesn't <laughs> have to be days, but definitely not at the same time. Would you roll, Giselle? I got five. <laughs> With your proficiency bonus? Yes. You, you can't trust those. Uh, you can't trust those computer rolling dicey things. I apparently not. <laughs> They're awful. Jake never hit. Never. Uh, Jake only hit. Was, has never hit anything with his trident in our other game. He just it, is. He uses the. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. Anyway. Uh, okay. My actual dice. And uh, am I am I still there with them? So since you're there, the order someone can give you the help action. So you can go ahead and roll with advantage. Go ahead and roll one more time. Me. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm gonna roll with an action die, and we'll see if that's better. Uh, 14. 14, okay. So your disguise is pretty good. Um, it's only going to be if, like, things are suspicious and people really start to kind of, like, um, take a good hard look at you that they might be, that, they might, that something might be raised. Uh, Elsa, uh, we do the same thing. You can roll with advantage. Absolutely. And this is a D20 plus uh, what? Nothing. Okay. Fifteen. Okay, so same thing. Um, only if people get really suspicious. Kronk, did you want to go disguised? Uh, I don't want to feel left out. What's up? I don't want to feel left out. All right, go ahead. <laughs> okay. You can roll with advantage. Um. Advantage. Mm hmm. I'm adding my uh, proficiency. Proficiency. Yeah. Is that plus two? Twelve. Alright. Okay. So um, only people who have like run into you before will see that you're wearing a disguise. Otherwise, you're pretty inconspicuous on the streets. Um, and Rapunzel, I assume you are not. There you go. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> you're doing a Thor from Ragnarok disguise. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going disguised. Um, <laughs> I assume you're not because you're the diplomat. All right. Okay, so um, Rapunzel and Krunk, you get there early. Um, you check in. Uh, the diplo kind of the diplomatic receiving area is right here next to the city square. Um, so that's kind of uh, where you meet. Uh, Frollo has greeted you with some soldiers, and he's kind of escorted you over to the to your um, uh, to your dwelling. <laughs> And he's going to be uh, meeting with you in a little bit. Um, how many days beforehand do you get there? Um, I want to make sure that we have enough time to like do a tour and hopefully give Doofenshmirtz like a day's notice. Yeah. So maybe like a day and a half before these other guys show up. Okay. So you get there. Um, so the boat's supposed to arrive there at noon. So you get there the like the morning of two days beforehand. 
Please say. Oh. Sure. Um, all right. Um, no, wait, that's not. You get there the morning before uh, they're supposed to get there. Um, okay. So you day and a half, the half day, it's noon. Yeah, that's what it is. So you get there the day before. Um, so you get there. So do, are you are you guys going to try to use the squirrel first, or you're going to try to do the meat first? Sorry, what Let's was that? Do the squirrel. Let's do a practice run with my squirrel. Practice, squirrel. Okay. Um, do you need to roll anything to actually summon a squirrel, or no? We'll just say a squirrel's there. Yeah, I don't want to make you roll for that. Okay. I mean, there's a big park right next to the well, square, they, so they probably tend to congregate around me. They just have, I have a natural squirrely. Uh, I don't aura. know if it's like uh, an aura or maybe just my natural musk. But smelling nuts. But yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I wash regularly. Oh, okay. All right. Um, <laughs> um, all right. So you uh, you got the squirrel. What are you telling the squirrel to do? Okay. So I need you. Hmm? Very important. I need you to take this list down to the baker and get these ingredients so that I can make spinach puffs. Okay. okay. Got it? Go ahead and roll your animal handling. Okay. Uh, it is here. Those are the most adorable squirrel Eleven. sounds ever. Eleven. Okay. Squirrel goes, and then he jumps off the. Uh, he jumps out the window. Oh, uh, he's real gone. quick. Can I give Kronk help on that? Sure. Cool. You can go ahead and roll. Yeah, you can roll with advantage. Um, are you rerolling, Kronk? There we go. Twenty-two. Ah, okay. There we go. All right. So Squirrel gives a thumbs up, runs off. Um, come back, comes back later, um, walking on his hind feet with a with a bag in his front feet. He can't really see. Um, and he's like, oh, oh, oh. down a bunch of spinach and pastry and uh, butter and garlic <laughs> and stuff like that. Squeak, squeaker, squeak Who's a good squirrel? Who's a good squirrel? <laughs> um, squirrel kind of gets up and runs off. I'd say that's a very successful test. Well, I think we've got a good plan here. Yeah. Could that work great? Yep, it's going to be great. All right. Um, all right, so let's, uh, let's see, um, so Frollo's going to come up and meet you guys uh, for your tour. Um, so he's, uh, before you guys get a chance to send another squirrel, um, he's gonna, he's gonna arrive, uh, ready for your tour. Um, so he, uh, he's waiting for you in the lobby of your hotel, um, as, uh, do both of you guys go, or just uh, just Rapunzel? I think we both go, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna stick with him. So. But I'm, I'm supposed to be the like guard dude. 
along with it, so it would not make sense if I didn't go with. Uh, Frollo gives you a deep bow as you walk into the lobby. He says, "It's very good to see you, Princess Rapunzel." Um, Andrew, what is his title again? Uh, just call him Lord Frollo. Okay. Oh, thank you so much for your hospitality, Lord Frollo. Uh, it is nothing. We are very happy to see many different people from all over the continent to see the shining city on a hill that Nostra Signora has become. Well, the city it certainly is beautiful from what I've seen. I'm excited to see more of it. Indeed, as I am excited to show you, even, uh, I'm excited to show you even more. And he kind of takes you out and says, this is our main city square. We have our chapel, Nostra Signora over here from which the city gets its name. Oh, what a beautiful building. It is, isn't it? It is the backbone of our city. Do I see any, uh, any, anybody swinging around up among the bells? Uh, you can make a perception check. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a six. Nope. Cool. Um, those bells must ring themselves. <laughs> um, so you're, uh, you're walking by, um, there's some, in the city square, there's uh, kind of a hubbub going on. There's, you know, there seems to be some kind of like minor festival with some dancing, um, and uh, wares are being sold, uh, that kind of a thing. Um, seems really lively. Um, as Frollo kind of takes you past it, seems like it's like having a good time. Do I see um, any unique takes on the spinach puff? Yes, you actually do see um, there's a baker who has deconstructed spinach puffs. So it's just like um, some lettuce leaves um, with a with a pastry on the side and then like some cheese sprinkled all around the plate. Mm. They're, they're not they're not good. Um, deconstructed beans is never as good as when you just make them. <laughs> well, I uh, try to um, hide my disdain as I um, appraise his wares and then move on. Clearly Frodo, he didn't. Frodo turns to Rapunzel and says, hmm, your bodyguard seems to be quite the gourmand. Yes, you know, um, spinach puffs are his favorite. Mm, indeed, spinach puffs are I always found to be somewhat of a delicacy, a uh, indulgence, if you will. Oh, certainly. Um, I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I poke Rapunzel with my elbow and go, he's a man of culture. And I go, shh, 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 I know, I know. Uh, you don't, and you need not whisper that such compliments, I appreciate that. <laughs> he gives you a, a deep bow. Well, then I just blush. <laughs> <laughs> um, you walk through the streets, the streets are very, like, neat, orderly, and very clean. Um... Uh, go ahead and roll, uh, both of you guys go ahead and roll a perception check. Yep. Alright. Why did you close? Oh, Alright. Uh, plus two. So, 16. Um, so, as you guys are walking around, you do notice that it is very, very clean. Uh, the people are waving to each other. They seem friendly. Um, they're 
there's one thing that you haven't really noticed. Even in the order of the mouse headquarters where there's not a lot of people, there's usually a couple kids running around kind of making noise. There aren't very many kids running around the streets here. Um, and uh, and the, other, the second thing you notice is um, about every 20-ish minutes, uh, you seem to pass at least one pair of guards walking, kind of patrolling around the streets. Um, uh, these guards look kind of cruel. Um, they they kind of they keep their eyes kind of focused on the sidewalk when they see Frollo walking with you. Um, but every once in a while, you notice guards that maybe don't see him. They, they it seems like they're kind of looking for for trouble. Um, Frollo takes you up to the Palace of Justice. Um, and says this is the Palace of Justice. It's where I live and where many of my uh, peacekeepers live. It's a very uh, peaceful and place where we pass judgment on the uh, wrongdoers of our city. Hmm. There aren't very many of those, as you'll notice, though. Oh, is that so? Mm -hmm. Is that not why you've come here, Princess Rapunzel, to see the to see the the peaceful nature of Nostra Signora. Oh yes, I am certainly curious as to how you're able to keep it so peaceful. Well, peace comes at a price, of course. You can't have everything for nothing. Uh, the price of this peace and justice is vigilance and uh, ensuring a, a well-controlled population, one that uh, one that is free to do as they wish, as long as it does not disrupt the peace. I see. Um, he walks by, there's a big green park right next to the Palace of Justice. Um, filled with trees, it's really very beautiful. Um, well manicured flowers, all that kind of stuff. Um, he kind of takes you through here through um, this main street going through Spice Alley. Uh, as you guys kind of look down with your 19 and 16 perceptions, when you kind of peer down alleys, you can see that Spice Alley is kind of, um, he's taking you down a very curated uh, path. Uh, there's a lot of storefronts, um, a lot of like legit businesses. But as you kind of get a glimpse down alleys, it seems like there's a, like, a lot of a black market kind of trade going on here. Um, you actually do notice that uh, there's a, there's kind of an ascot that Frollo is wearing um, that you do see someone selling similar looking ascots down there. So you get the, you get the sense that Frollo is willing to put up with a little bit of trouble as long as he benefits. And as long as he so good. Ascot. <laughs> I think I want a piece of that ascot. <laughs> um, and so then he walks up uh, and you can see uh, the second walls, you kind of pass through here and you see the second set of walls coming up here around the Beaker District. Great. Um, and Yuan Shui says, this is what the people call the Beaker District. Uh, it's a wonderful place. Uh, we have many scientists and engineers and everything working to make Gnosis Ignora a better place. Oh, I see. Um, do, does it seem like he's going to take us inside the Beaker District? 
No, he looks like he's going to like keep going um, and walking on towards the river. Um, Lord Frollo, I am very intrigued by the scientific advancements that you that you speak of. Like, what kind of science are you are your uh, scientists working on? Oh, we keep a wide variety here. We we like to be on the forefront of science. You know, we we like to be on the on the cutting edge, so the Nostris Ignora can be the go-to place for all kinds of scientific endeavors and whatnot. Well, you know, I uh, science happens to be a great hobby and interest of mine. Would would it be all right if we took a tour inside the Beaker District? Um, he starts to consider, go ahead and make a uh, persuasion check with advantage. Okay. It's a good thing Giselle's uh, that's not a, here. That's a nat 20. Right. Of course it is. All right. Um, Sorry. <laughs> My first one was a six. It was not a one, so. If, of course it's that, of course. If I let you roll two dice, that's what happens. Um, he, he ponders for a moment. He says, "All right, um, yes, I, I can't see the harm in that." And he walks over to the uh, the guard sitting in the guardhouse. Um, he shows his papers and says, "Even even I, the Lord of the City, must show. I'm sure you understand." Oh must, yes, that's uh, very wise. Go through our security protocols, um, and so then he says, "These two are with me. It's all right." and ushers you guys inside. You guys can look, there's all kinds of different buildings. Uh, there is Doofenshmirtz's building. Um, it's this one right here that I'm highlighting with the mouse. Um, and he takes you inside and says, here's where many of the greatest scientific minds of the land work together. Um, we have many buildings filled with experiment, experimental science and uh, of course, religious science, of course, we have, you know, uh, we also have um, all kinds of uh, alchemical research and uh, transportation science, all kinds of things. Different kind of fuels, that's, that sort of thing. Excellent. Um, is he just taking us into, like, where are we in the building? Well, he's, he's showing you around kind of that square. There's like an empty square here. He's kind of walking you around that and showing it to you. He doesn't really seem like he's going to go into any buildings. Mm -hmm. Um, he he just he's just kind of showing you around. When you look in like the front the the windows of like mm -hmm. the first floor and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, cool. Should we just go ahead and send a squirrel to find him, or should what should we do, James? Um. Uh -huh. Are there any like travel brochures for the district or for this area? For the bigger district? Yeah. Um, do you ask Frollo this or do you, are you just looking around? Uh, yeah, I ask him that. He kind of looks for a second and goes, I suppose, I really feel like we should. Um, I just I, I like collecting you know travel brochures to every place I visit. Little memento. I don't get um, you know as, I, a, as a bodyguard you don't get to. You know. 
have very much. But travel brochures tend to be easy to find and reminds me of the places I get to go. He strokes his chin a little bit. I says, I will inquire at the guardhouse. Wait here, please. And he oh, yeah, sure. goes off towards the guardhouse. Okay. Um, I'm going to assume that we wrote our note for Doofenshmirtz ahead of time, yeah? Is that what the travel brochure was for, James, was writing the note? <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't... Do we know where in Beaker District where Doofenshmirtz is? Because like, I need to be able to tell the squirrel where to go. I can't rely on the squirrel knowing where. Yeah, so you guys, you guys are like right here. I'll zoom in. I'll zoom in a little bit. You're like right here in front of this building. Deuce Building is right here. Oh, he, does it say like Mega Evil Incorporated on the front or whatever? Yeah, it's, it's a big purple building, and it says. Um, yeah, and I don't want you guys to look at all my notes. Oh, he's on the forty-fifth uh, floor. Is his dwelling? Okay. Cool. So we do know where where to go to. Yep. All right. Yeah, honestly, I was just planning on the, using this time to send the squirrel. Okay. So yeah, for those going, um, so if you're gonna do that, go ahead and uh, and uh, I, the squirrel kind of pops out from behind like a, a rock. Yeah. And he scrambles over to you. Um, go ahead and make your animal handling check. And I'm getting okay. the health action. All right, with advantage. All right, so. Look, squeaker squeaking, mm. uh, squeaky squeak, squeaker squeak, squeak forth the squeak, squeak doofen smart, squeak squeaker squeaking, squeak. Uh, squeak squeaker squeak squeaker squeak squeak squeak. Oh no, with advantage. So sweet. <laughs> uh, twenty-three. Twenty-three. Yeah, twenty-three. Uh, the squirrel kind of looks at you and goes, squeak squeak doofen smart, squeaker squeak. Yes, speak with this paper squeak squeak. Squeak squeak. squeak, squeak. Grabs a note in his mouth, kind of shoves it into his mouth. Like a nut? Yeah. <laughs> and then you see him uh, bound off, he bounds off your arm and he starts to kind of like ascend the Doofenshmirtz building in a circle. <laughs> looping it up. Um, question. Yeah. Can I send, if I send the Modron to confirm that the squirrel has delivered the note, will the Modron be able to like report that back to me? Uh, you can work out some kind of series. Uh, uh, James, since you were speaking squirrel, um, did you command the squirrel to report back that he had successfully delivered the note? Uh, yes, I asked him to meet me like just outside this little Plaza. Okay. To let okay. me know how it goes. Okay. So you see the squirrel kind of disappear. It's real high, so you can't really see him go all the way up. He kind of disappears up the top of the building. Uh, Frollo comes back, and he does have like a travel brochure for you. Um, it's a travel brochure. He walks over and says, "I uh, uh, I apologize. This has not been updated for for some time, but uh, we were able to find an older one for you." Oh, that's quite all right. Thank you. What? Well, that's okay. I just want to make sure remember remember the times. Mm. New Roman. <laughs> cool. So uh, yeah, I, I take it. All right. Well, uh, 
I do, in fact, unfold it and start perusing it. All right. Well, um, uh, this way, I'd love to show you the riverside. Mm. Um, what are you guys? Mm. What are you guys' passive perception? Passive uh, perception is twelve. Fourteen. Um, that question. All right. Um, so he takes you to the riverside, um, and there's a couple skiffs kind of going by, and he says, "This is our riverside uh, district, where many uh, ships from all over the place, from all over, including Corona, uh, come here, and we do a, a robust amount of trade. Um, and uh, the Narrows are over there. We won't go over there. That's where people live. It's mostly just housing and everything." Um, um, can I ask questions about like trade and what kind of, like, what kind yeah. of trade they do? Sure. I just want to be conversational so he thinks that I'm genuinely interested. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll persuasion. Okay. So that's a nat one. Uh, that is a 17. Okay. Um, He's politely answering all of your questions. Um, Kronk, can you also roll a persuasion check? Yeah. Where is the persuasion score? Okay. So, Frollo, he takes you kind of down over here towards this gate. He's kind of showing everything. He shows you some of the domestic houses as he's talking about trade and everything. Uh, once you reach this intersection, um, a guard approaches him and hands him a letter. Um, and he reads it and says, if you'll pardon me, I have something very urgent to come up with the Palace of Justice. Um, this guard will escort you back to your headquarters or back to your back to your hotel. Um, uh, but you, you must pardon me. I, something very urgent has come up. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it. He gives you a bow. And he walks off, um, and the soldier escorts you back to your hotel room. Did the squirrel ever come back? Uh, the squirrel is waiting out over here, right? Is this where you told him to meet, James? Yeah. Okay. So the squirrel's still over there. Um, you guys have been escorted back um, to your hotel room. Um, and when you go up the stairs to your hotel room, you look down, and the soldier is still there at the front of the hotel. Okay. And wait, where's the hotel again? Um, your hotel is right here. It's this building right here. All right. I whistle out the window again. <laughs> um, make an animal handling check. And I'll help. Yeah, go ahead. With advantage. Not 20 with the second roll. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. That squirrel's going to hear you, and he's going he's gonna to come up. Um, okay. Uh, the guard downstairs does not notice that you're whistling out the window. Um, the squirrel uh, kind of bounds up and uh, comes up to you and goes, Oh, excellent job. Yep, which Kronk understands perfectly to mean that uh, he gave the note to Doof Insurance. Um, he was only hit by a broom once, 
Um, and so well, you deserve three acorns for that. <sighs> I fished some out from my pouch. The squirrel, the squirrel takes them, and you can see his eyes are kind of tearing up a little bit. Pascal gives him a high five. Uh, he tries to give you a high five, but he's holding onto the acorns. So it's just kind of like, like he just kind of turns and gets, gives you with his tail. And so then he kind of, he pokes over a little bit. Um, he wants to go and sit down. Um, like in the corner and eat his acorns. He's a, he doesn't want to share with his friends. Um, I asked Pascal to let the squirrel use his little purple pillow that he sleeps on. Uh, squirrel's over there. He's just like, <laughs> just like like crazy eating nuts. When he's finished, he's just kind of laying on the pillow, uh, <laughs> on his back, breathing heavily. Um, he he's done good. He's been rewarded. Um, but the note has been successfully passed to different schmerz. Um, he understands that he's going to meet you. That squirrel. Arthur. <laughs> name squirrel Arthur. Nice. Arthur the squirrel is very happy. Um, and he passes out on the pillow. Um, the the warehouse, you know where your stuff's going to be, is this one right here down on Riverside. Um, and so Doofenshmirtz is going to uh, meet you guys there um, with his family, if possible. All right. Uh, anything else you guys want to do before we move on to the next day? All right, gotta make some rolls. I hate when Andrew has to make rolls. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Giselle and Kronk, or Rapunzel and Kronk, you guys wake up um, the next morning. Uh, that guard is still outside your hotel room. I'm going to use up all of my spinach pop materials. Okay, um, yeah, how many spinach pops do you make? Uh, 1d4 plus 2, I think, right? So, 4 of the regular and 60 explosive? Yes. Okay. Um, awesome. All right. So, um, it, noon is quickly approaching. You guys don't really have anything you need to do before then. Is there anything you want to do before the boat starts to come in? Um, I think I want to convince Arthur to come with us. Okay. Um, it doesn't take much convincing. Um, <laughs> I've been I've been watching Pascal with just a little bit of envy, but not like a lot. You know, just a healthy amount of. I wish I could have that. I feel like me and Arthur have a we have a bond. Arthur gives you a big thumbs up, kind of curls up on your shoulder. Nice. Pascal will have a friend. Um, make a make a survival check, Court. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Survival. Uh, that's a dirty 20. Um, you're hopeful that Pascal and uh, Arthur will be friends, but you do look and there's a little bit of 
They're kind of giving each other the eye a little bit. <laughs> I'm just glad we get more of Andrew cosplaying a squirrel. <laughs> or no, cosplay, you know what I mean. Um, anything else you guys want to do? Um, if I send Pascal, like I don't want to send him very far. Yeah. Like if he just crawls up, like, are, are we on like the top floor of this building? No. We're like in the oh. middle. Middle. Okay, never mind. I was gonna send him up to the roof to see if he could see Doofenshmirtz, but mm. nah, it's fine. Okay. Modron. Yeah. Nah, I I I would, but I don't. It's Giselle's Modron. No, I don't want it to break and have to tell Giselle that I broke her. That I broke her friend. All right. Um, okay then. Um, so the uh, uh, Elsa and Giselle, you guys are floating down the Tiger River. Um, you guys see Nostra Sudnora kind of in the distance. Um, what are your names? Uh, for your characters that you uh, that you are pretending to be. Oof. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a good question. I'm sure we've already discussed this and figured this out. I'm sure, absolutely. If you want, I can give you names. Helga. Okay. Sure. Uh, Giselle, your name is Clayhorn. Absolutely. That's the what I would have picked. Cleghorn Van Oosterstiel. <laughs> also, um, your name is um, Stomper uh, Von Riggles. The Von Riggles family goes way back, mm. actually. Very old Coronian family. Right. Um, so Cleghorn, Van Ostersteel, and Stopper Von Riggles um, are the two st sailors that you guys are pretending to be coming down the Tiger River. Um, so you guys uh, arrive at the port right here. Um, they're kind of waving your boat into the port. And the guard comes up with, uh, with a ledger. All right, is uh, is uh, Captain Jones here? And uh, Captain Jones raises his hand, says, "Right here." Says, "All right, let's see what you got. Line up your crew." And uh, crew lines up, and <laughs> that's in that one. Um, the guy just kind of looks down, and goes, "All right, there's five years, five don't." Don't tell Frodo I didn't check. Uh, and what you got for what you got for uh, what you hauling? Uh, Captain Jones says, uh, "Coronial apples." Yeah, all right, let's see. I'm gonna check three of these boxes. How many have you got? And he says, "I've got ten. It's all right. He walks down. Uh, he opens up three of the boxes at random. They're all filled with apples. He walks over. All right, 
tell your tell your men to unload it here. Oi! Who are you then? And he points to you also. Papa Rodriguez? Of the Rodriguez family. Von Riggles? Yeah. Alright, Von Riggles, come here. I need you to sign some paperwork. Oh, okay. Um, and he kind of, and he hands you the, he hands you the ledger. He says, just sign here, 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 initially here. I just put X's. You look. <laughs> I don't, I don't spell. I just work at the, on the boat. Um, are you are you all related to the Lance of Rodriguez? Oh, if he's a Rodriguez, yeah. All right, yeah, well, because he can read. So how, how come it is you can't? Oh, I don't know. Some of us are very lucky. Not me. I chose the way of the ocean. Of the, I'm working on the boats. <clears throat> Ah, get that, yeah, I, you know, I only, I only really learned how to read once I got this job. They said, if he wants to be a better harbor captain, you got to learn how to read. And so, you know, you know what I did? I I went and got, I, I got, I, start, I started learning from like, you know, the like the penny novels, you know, the, the dirty ones, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> uh, that's how I learned how to read. Oh, you are. Well, most of my vocabulary stuff, I wouldn't say if it's come for you. <laughs> but you know, we say this, we got it, right? Alright, alright, you get out of here, my wriggles. Oh, thank you. <laughs> he kind of, he, he waves you off. Uh, you guys unload all the apples. Um, and he says, Oh, is there a Clegg Horde Van Oster steel here? Clegg Horde? Aye. Uh, forget your name there for a second. Yeah, I was looking for the mute button, but yes. <laughs> not, not the brightest <laughs> in the bunch, I I will admit. Uh, you got a letter here that said it was supposed to leave for you at the, the entrance here. Oh, thank you. He hands you the letters. You can sign here, please. Um, okay. Um, alright. I guess you skip on out of here. I got a little things to see. If that wriggles, you <laughs> get some penny novels while you're here. It's gonna be great. Man. Get out of here, you crazy. <laughs> um, so you guys, uh, you open it up and read it? Alright, um, so you read it. I can't tell you what it says. Um, well, what the letter is, is it is a love letter um, from Clay Horn Van Ostersteel's girlfriend who lives in Ostersignora, um, who is dying to meet Clay Horn on the docks um, and uh, wants to meet Clay Horn um, before he ships out. Uh, so the letter says that uh, I'll meet you at your warehouse um, at at uh, at twelve thirty. I'll be there. Alrighty. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Um, so you guys are gonna sail down the river. Or do you use the wind fan to get there fast? Can we do it like medium fast? I think we just like, act normal. We just 
do the normal shipping route. We okay. Yep. Just see if anything happens to you. Nope, that's about one. Um So you guys um arrive at the warehouse at Riverside um completely unmolested. Um you get there, you tie up. And uh, there's a dog worker there that says, Oh, hello, are you here to receive the shipment? And Captain Jones says, uh, Yeah, uh, here's, a, here's a paperwork. He says, Oh, you're going to collect three, three crates of leather, and you're going to also get, what does that, uh, oh, 12 crates of brass. <laughs> I can't imagine what you would do with this in Corona. Um... Captain Jones kind of giggles nervously. Um, and he says, Captain Jones, there's uh, someone looking for a clay corn here. Do you have clay corn? He says, yeah, yeah, clay corn. I. There's someone here for you. Oh, yes, you have, you have someone looking for you. She's over there in the office. Thank you. I'm not good at the voices, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine a deeper voice than my natural voice. Um, so you walk over to the office. So um, I, I look, Clegghorn is a man, and I look, and I look like he does. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I think Giselle would just go like. If this person loves him, she's not going to ruin it. (laughs) So I think she's just going to play along with it. Okay. Um, So you go over to the office. You open the door. And standing there um, is Claude Frollo. Oh, no. And you walk in. What do you say? I... He's got his back turned to you, um, like in the he's like looking at something on the desk in the office. Mm. What what was the girlfriend's name? Um, you actually never heard the girlfriend's name. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, and I've never I've never met him before. Correct, you've never it's- met him before. It's not likely I would have met Frollo before. Uh, I say, I, w- I was called in here to see my girlfriend. I'm, oh. I'm excited to see her. You see, you've kind of startled him a little bit. He turns, oh, um, I'm, I'm sorry. I was, uh, who are you? Uh, Clayhorn von Ostersteel. I was just called in here. I got a letter. We had a shipment of apples coming in. And so, but while I was in town, my girlfriend was very excited to see me. Mm. You know how it goes. You know, true love and all of that. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, true love has eluded me most of my life. Um, what, uh, what was your girlfriend's name? Daisy von Hammerschfield. Ah, <laughs> oh, the Hammer von Hammerschfields and the Narrows. Yes, yes, yes. I, I know them very well. Um, yes. Uh, I, I'm terribly sorry. I was here. I meant to speak with the harbor captain, but uh, 
And then you, you can see there's actually a, uh, a woman looking in the glass um, on the other side of the office. There's like two doors to this office. And there's a woman looking inside who kind of looks up at Frollo and then kind of ducks in the back. He says, well, I'm going to speak with the harbor captain, but I can see he's busy. Um, I will not interrupt you. And he leaves the room. Um, and as he does so, in comes Daisy Van Hammersfield. <laughs> How did you know her name? Clifford, I'm so happy to see you. And comes up and gives you a big hug. How have oh. you been, Clayhorn? Oh, so good. It's lovely to see you. Um, I'm going to teach you to roll a dis- uh, uh, deception check. Can I? Can I do like charm person? Um. Yeah. Let me. Um. Real quick. Let me just look at that spell. I'm going to stop sharing my screen. Real quick. I'm going to look that up because I want to know exactly what you're going to have to do to do it. Because I'm going to make you do it. <laughs> Charm person. It has verbal and somatic components. So she's going to know you're casting a spell. Yep. Um, so you like you're, you're welcome to you're welcome to do it um, if that's how you want to get. Okay, I'm sorry. Was it Daisy Van Hammerschmel? What was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. I'm gonna write it down, so I have it. Um, so yeah, you can go ahead and you can go ahead and charm. If it doesn't work, she's gonna know you cast a spell. Um, she's gonna know you cast a spell anyway. But with charm person, you'll be able to kind of smooth it over for about an hour. What am I? What am I rolling for? It's a wisdom saving throw on her part. No, I mean, what am I rolling it before that? You. Oh, said... so you can do a deception check. Okay. I might just do that then. I feel like the spell might be kind of risky. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll just yep. do the deception check. Yep. It's going to be against her insight. Against it's against, uh, Daisy, Daisy's insight. Oh. Um, 14. Deception, that's 18. Okay. Um, you've successfully deceived this woman. Um, we don't see each other very often. So. She she goes, Craig oh, I'm so happy to see you. I know you have to get back on the boat, but I just, I wanted to see you and say how much I love your coronian apples that you sent to me. I love them. Um, I'm so glad to hear that. I thought of you, and I just knew you would love those apples. Sweetheart, do you have a cold or something? Oh, a little bit. You know, the wind on the boat, it just gets to me. Allergies acting up. I'm so worried about it. Every time you get on the boat, I just think, oh, no, she's going. The allergies are going to pick up again. So worried about it. Anyway, I have to get back. Uh, my My papa is worried about me, so I'm I'm... I'm going to leave now. I just wanted to see your sweet face. Um, and goes to give you a kiss. Um, so you're going to have to make a performance check. <laughs> and you do not have your glasses on. Um, or do you have Do you have your glasses on? Does I guess uh, Clayhorn no. does not wear glasses. No, I wouldn't have my glasses on. So you just have your natural performance. And you don't have your tiara either. 
that's fine. So it's just your uh, performance modifier. Good thing I'm awesome. Uh, 25. Wow. Okay. He's a good kisser. Plant one on her. That was pretty good. She kind of backs up and goes, Oh, on. And kind of, she starts blushing and kind of like, kind of dances out of the room a little bit. Oh man. <laughs> I feel like I, Giselle is now also, woof, <laughs> like, that was, I'm sorry, Robert. <laughs> I had to keep up the pretense. <laughs> um, all right. Um, and then uh, back on the boat, away from the kissing, um, uh, the the harbor captain says, "Oh, stop it, Von Riegler! You also have uh, guests at the, the back of the warehouse. They said they were inspectorinators or something like that. I don't know." Wait, Stomper, Stomper. Mm, Stomper, oh, that, that's your oh. name, is. <laughs> of course. <clears throat> Cla- of course. I should head to the warehouse now. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's the warehouse. In the back is the warehouse. Ah, I'd love to go to the back of the warehouse. Which direction? Okay, uh, in the back. The back? Oh, that way. Sorry, I cannot read. <clears throat> I didn't I didn't give it to you to read. I, I said it out loud, but it's, it's okay. Oh, I confuse things all the time. Uh, so you head back, and back there are Duvenschmertz, a metal man, and his daughter. Okay. Cool. So, <clears throat> good to meet you. Thank you so much for coming. Let's make this quick and easy and clear. Um, the daughter says, what are we supposed to be doing exactly? How are we supposed to get out of here? So... Uh, I think the plan, no, I don't think, I know the plan is, Good. we are going to um, put you in some empty barrels here, and uh, if anything looks to go awry, we do have some backup plans, but that's going to be the most simple and hopefully the one that works. Um, we do have another person here on the boat with us, uh, her alias is Cleghorn, um, he is quite a kisser, I hear. And, uh, yeah, so let's just do this. Okay, um, the harbor master is over there. How are we going to get on your boat? Good question. Okay. So, where's my mouse? Um, I am going to... Cast fog cloud and just make it super foggy all over the place. I was gonna say I could use some swarms of pigeons and stuff. (laughs) Ah, fog cloud's good. I mean, if we needed some pigeons to distract too, but you know, it's kind of on the water. You're also gonna have to. You're also gonna have to empty out some crates. So you're gonna have to do some. I thought we already emptied some crates. Yeah. No, no, they're they're loading it up filled with leather and brass or bronze. I mean. Um, oh, so those are going in the crates that the apples were in. So the, the, those are already lo- the crates are already loaded. They took the crates of apples off, and you went with an empty skiff to this warehouse, and they're loading the box, the crates filled with the stuff on. 
you're not like you're not like opening the crates and putting stuff in. The crates gotcha. are already loaded. So um, what you'll need to do is empty out some space in the crates. If you want to empty the crates out entirely and just put them in there, or you can empty out some of the stuff. I'm gonna and... empty out some of it and then put it on top of them. Okay. So I've seen um, these before. So that's gonna be. Um, so you're gonna cast fog cloud. Do you have to do I anything am. for that, or? Uh, yeah, I have to cast fog cloud. Well, yeah. Um, I, I guess you got me on that one. Sorry, it is a uh, da -da -da -da, verbal and somatic. It's big, a twenty foot radius sphere of fog, centered on a point, um, heavily obscured vision, okay. and it doesn't la It lasts up to an hour. Okay. So. All right, so you cast it. Where are you casting it? Um, just kind of. Uh, I mean, I'm going to try and obscure the view from the crates to wherever we are, if that works. Yep. And maybe a little over the crates because I'm going to be doing some stuff over there. Okay. Um, so you cast Fog Cloud. I'm going to need uh, a stealth check with advantage from Elsa, and then also I'm going to do some stealth checks for the three uh, people who are trying to escape. And you're going to do it with advantage. Uh, 19 is my highest. Okay. Um, so, um, it was a group stealth check. You guys passed. Um, so you guys were able to sneak past the harbor master. The harbor master's kind of going, where's this fog coming from? I don't like it. It gets into my notes and makes them all smudgy. And I just don't, I'm already left-handed, so it's just a mess. Um, so he's, you can see him kind of, he's checking drawers and stuff. I'm gonna make a check real quick. Um, he does not find what he's looking for. Um, so you guys are going up to the crates. Um, Clayhorn, have you returned to help with the uh, loading on the, of the crates? Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna need um, stealth checks with advantage um, from both of you. I'm gonna need two from one of you, and then uh, one stealth check from the other. And this will be to unload the equipment out of oh. the crates. Um, um, I'll do it twice. Okay. That's good because my first one sucked. Um, but you said with advantage, right? That's right. Seventeen. Okay. Are we doing both of them with advantage? Yes. Because the fog so cloud. I'm doing four rolls. Yes. Okay. Well, there is a natural twenty, and there is whew, a dirty twenty. All right. I'll take it. So you guys are ma managed to successfully, like, very stealthily get all the stuff out. Let me one more check. Um, you hear him say, ah, here, here it is. And you can hear, um, you can hear uh, the opening of a fan. Um, so this guy has, uh, he's about to clear the fog. So we'll give Free, you Jump in, jump in. So you guys are going to go ahead and get in. And since he's clearing the fog, I'm actually going to take away your advantage. Um, go ahead and roll, um, deception. Um, we'll have one of you guys roll twice and one of you roll once, um, to do, to, to do deception over the, uh, so you're covering up Doofenshmirtz and his daughter and the, and the automaton. 
The first one's a 16, and the second one is a natural 20. And a 15. All right. Um, yeah, we managed to do it. Harbor Master clears everything out with a, with a wind fan. Oh, this terrible fog. I, I don't like fogs. That's why I moved away from Fogland. I know it's silly, but, you know, it's named after the fog. Anyway, uh, have you got all your crates? Yes. And it looks like it's clearing now. The fog is going away. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to let you leave with the fog because, you know, it's dangerous in the fog. Oh, thank you. Very thoughtful. So, Avidazen, good luck. He kind of waves you out um, of the warehouse where you guys. Um, let me go ahead and share my screen again. Um. So you guys leave this warehouse, and you guys are now headed out. The last check you're going to have to do is at the gates. Um, you've arrived at the gates. Uh, the harbor master's there. It's all right. Uh, let's see papers, please. Give in. Give papers. Um, Captain hands over the papers. And the server says, Stamper van Riegels. Oh, that's me. Looking for Stamper. Uh, do you know Tristan Von Riggles? Ah, uh, there are many, many Von Riggles. More, many here, I hear. You're the second person to ask about another Von Riggles. But alas, no. I do not know him. Oh, her, mm. I do not know Alright then, you sound, you sound like him, but I guess there's lots of Von Riggles. It's very common name. Uh, again, I would not know. I do have many brothers and sisters, but I don't know about fa family far away. All right, is I try to stay on the boat. All right, uh, you, uh, uh, Boris, ch check the crates. Roll a d6 to see how many crates get checked. Oh, let's see. You guys had, I think, 12 crates, so I'll roll a d12. You're going to check five crates. Okay. So I'm going to roll some luck checks, five luck checks. You guys want high numbers, and they won't check the crates that they're in, okay? That's a two. So we're going to check the insight check against, what were the deception rolls that you guys rolled? A 16, a 20, and a... 15. 15. It's also a two. That's a four. Another two. So 17, so they're not going to check that third crate yet. That's a four. All right, your crates are good to go. Uh, I just need to check one that. Cleghorn, Thanos, they're still. Yes. He walks up to you and punches you in the mouth for eight damage. For how much damage? Eight. It's Daisy's brother. <laughs> you stay away from Daisy. Oh. I. You know, I love her. You stay away from Daisy. Okay? Next time I see you, I punch with more than feast. Okay? Mmm. We'll see about that. 
What? Oh, really? You <laughs> see about that, huh? Like, you, want to, you, want, you want to go right now? I'm detaining you right here, right now. I'm detaining you. Go to prison, and then we have Ross House, huh? Click, click on. Are you stay away from If I see Clegg Horn Von Ostersteel with Daisy one more time, then I go to prison too. Fine. I'm out. We're leaving. Can't believe he gave up on women that fast. Get out of here before I... Before I, I can't believe you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he waves your... He waves your boat. <laughs> um... Wave your boat on, uh, and you guys uh, sail down the River Tiger. You have successfully escaped with uh, Doofenshmirtz uh, in your boat. Um, so, uh, how long was the diplomatic visit with Rapunzel and Kronks going to last? Um, I'm going to say three days. Okay. Um, I'm going to do some luck checks. Yay. Oh, boy. Blondie's pretty lucky, so, you know, right? Um, Polo does not join you for the rest of the diplomatic visit. Um, he sends other diplomats um, to take you on tours of other areas of the city's manufacturing district, uh, stuff like that. Um, there is one thing... Um, Kronk, what um, what is Arthur doing on the? Is he are you? Is he just like hanging out with you? Is he hanging out in the hotel when you walk around? Is he hiding? What's he doing? So he's uh, he stays mostly perched on my shoulder. Um, sometimes we uh, play games like find the acorn or like. Um, uh, let's have a fetch quest, that sort of a thing. Yep. Um, he's really, really good at like carrying a drink across the room to me. I'm just sitting down and can't be bothered to like stand up and go get it. He's, he's mm -hmm. got it. He's get. He only spilled like two or three times, and now he usually manages to get it at least half the glass full to me before. Right. So he's doing pretty mm -hmm. good on that. Um, He's asked me for some advice on about how to uh, get away from a lady friend who's a little bit too you know, kind of touchy-feely grabby. Yeah. Um, like, try, like at one point, uh, she was like trying to get him to move into the same nest as her in the tree. And, and he was just like, pump the brakes, woman. But she couldn't take a hint. So, you know, we talked about that. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah. Um, um, so at the, so at the end of the second day, um, of your visit, <clears throat> Arthur, um, seems to be a little bit kind of agitated. Um, and in the morning he communicates to you that, um, he can't find many of his friends. Um, a lot of his squirrel friends, um, aren't in their places where they normally are. Um, and that kind of a thing. Um, and then uh, as he's communicating this to you, another squirrel kind of shows up on your balcony um, and tells you that uh, for whatever reason, the soldiers are hunting squirrels now. Um, 
So Get all this. So all of the all of the squirrels um, they come to Arthur. Arthur's kind of a leader among squirrels. Um, and so they ask what they should do. Um, well, what does Arthur say? Oh gosh, well, well, I, that makes me worried. I and I tell I tell Rapunzel what's going on. Like, do you think we've been found out? I think if we'd been found out, they would have come to us, but they certainly suspect that somebody used a squirrel. So I think that right. maybe, maybe we should keep Arthur with us in hiding, and then maybe when we leave, we'll put him in my bag of holding so he's safe. In fact, yeah, but I mean, what if? That, what, what if all his friends? What if be exterminated? What if we put all of the squirrels in my bag of holding? <laughs> we'd have to do that within, I think, ten. 10 minutes of leaving, like, because otherwise they'll run out of air. Okay. Okay. I think you only have about 10 minutes of air in, in the bag of holding. Okay. Uh, so Arthur, you, Arthur communicates for all the squirrels to meet them 10 minutes before Like, how's that going to Yeah, how's that going to work? Oh, yeah. How many squirrel friends does he have left? What um, if... I'll roll, I will roll to see how many squirrels are left in the city. What if they were to, like, and before we leave, they all kind of gradually come to her, our hotel room, and then right before we leave, they can climb in the bags. That way, it's not like a mass exodus of squirrels to our hotel. You know what I mean? So there are 62 squirrels left in the city. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, we can't, we can't fit them in the bag, and we can't walk out with... We can't walk out with them. It's too conspicuous. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Arthur, okay. read the word. Have everybody uh, get every get, get all your squirrel friends out of the city. I, I assume you know where all the hidey holes are to get out and escape into the woods. Put put the word out. He gives, uh, it, he gives you a big salute. All right. And I want you to meet up with us. Where are we, where are we rendezvousing with? So you guys are going to be leaving uh, via the Bovis Gate down here. Your carriage is going to be waiting for you there. Okay. Meet us at our at the carriage at Bovis Gate once you've made sure that all your friends have made it out safely. Uh, he salutes and runs out the window. Awesome. Oh, all right. I'm all worried. All right. Okay. I'm going to make a couple more rolls here. And one more luck check. All right. So you guys uh, pack up. You have a little. You have a and a guard escort who kind of takes you down to Bovis Gate. Um, as you guys approach your carriage, uh, you notice that someone is already inside your carriage, and it is Judge Frollo, Lord Frollo. Oh. Lord Frollo, are you planning to accompany us to Corona? No, I was uh, simply investigating your carriage. We had a uh, security breach not that long ago that was threatening some of our diplomats, so I was making sure there were no traps. Oh, I certainly appreciate that. That's terrifying. Were there, were there any traps? Luckily, no. Looks like they were not targeting me. <laughs> 
good. That's a relief. Mm, indeed. Did you find everything you needed from Nostra Signora? Yes, I believe so. Um, I look forward to delivering my report to my parents, the king and queen. I look forward to it. Um, I need you to roll um, deception. Deception. Okay. Okay. Um, that's a 13. Lord kind of bows and he uh, he extends his hand for you to shake. Mm -hmm. Do you shake his hand? Uh, I reach over and shake his hand first. Okay. It's been such a pleasure getting to see you. Indeed. Getting to see your city. And and I, and I whip out the uh, brochure with my other hand. I'm like, this? You don't know how much this means to me. Thank you so much. I can see it in your face. You're a plain person. Um, and he turns and he extends his hand to, to you now, Rapunzel. Um, I think I extend my left hand for like this. He catches it and bows forward and kisses uh, the ring on your finger. Oh, this um, hand doesn't have any rings on it. Oh, okay. He kisses your knuckle, I guess. That's weird. It's normally a ring. Um, well, like palm of the hand, not palm of the hand, outside of the hand. Says, I certainly hope we get to see you, see you again. And he gestures towards your carriage. Thank you very much. Can I, when I get into the carriage, can I uh, look around, make sure he hasn't like messed with it? Yeah. Cool. What do I roll perception? Um, go ahead and do investigate. Investigate. Okay. Yeah, you don't want me investigating. <laughs> I have a negative one to investigation. So. I'm just going okay. to uh, keep looking out the carriage window for a certain squirrel. Um, I rolled a 15. Um, there's nothing in there. Cool. Um, so you guys get into the carriage um, and uh, you don't see Arthur. Um, he's not there yet. Um, and so your, your horseman goes, should we go? Anything else you guys want to do? Uh, hold on just a sec before we go. I need to, uh, check my pack to make sure I didn't leave anything in the hotel room. I forgot to do that before I left. You're not supposed to take the shampoos, Crunk. They gotta pay for those. No, 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 of my own stuff. Oh, I okay. got there and I was like, boom, baby. And I just let all my stuff out. Uh, I mean, I kind of got embarrassed when Rapunzel found one of my uh, pairs of armies on the back of the chair. I get that. You know, I just let it explode all over. So there, I just want to double check. All right. I got all my stuff. Hey, wait, wait a second. So we're not supposed to take the stuff from the hotel. Well, I mean, they gotta pay for that. Like. Okay. Rapunzel didn't know that, so I frantically go to my pack and I start unloading like tons of mini shampoo bottles. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, you can't let Frodo! Oh no, princess! Uh, <laughs> Can we send this back to the hotel? Can someone take this back to the hotel? Uh, uh, I didn't know. Uh, uh, the 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 carriage driver comes around. 
and he kind of whistles at a soldier. He goes, "Hi, there's uh, there's five gold pieces in it. If you take these back to the hotel, no questions asked." Hey, eh? he says, uh, "All right." He says, "I think I can do that." He scoops all the shampoos and says, "Oh, I just need so much right. shampoo." The mums were right. I, what? Thank you. He toddles off towards the hotel. Has Arthur showed up yet? No. Um, uh, you know, as you're kind of sitting there, you look over and Frollo is waiting to see what's, what's happening. He didn't see the shampoo exchange. Um, but he, he turns around and he sees that your carriage hasn't left yet. And he kind of cocks his head to one side and looks. All right, we can go now. I've checked my bag. Okay. We're good. Uh, horsemen go, ha! And uh, they, you exit through the gate. Um, as, 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 as you go, I lean, I'm leaning on the window, and uh, every, I don't know, 30 feet or so, I pop an acorn out the window. Um, as soon as you guys are outside the gate and the gate kind of closes, um, Arthur scurries up into your window. Um, oh, he was, oh waiting, for you to, he was <laughs> waiting for you to leave. We were so worried about it. I was afraid him. we were leaving without you, and I was going to leave a trail in case you got lost, because I don't want to lose you when you're so awesome. You're so precious to me. You need so much to me. I don't want to lose. He, he, give, he gives you a hug on your face Aww. and pats you with his little claws. Um, and he communicates to you that um, of the 62 squirrels left in uh, Nostra Signora, 33 were able to make it out. Um, I don't know how to feel about that. Like, I'm happy that we got so many out, but there's so many that didn't get out. Um, he does. He does tell you that uh, your name will be had for good among all squirrel kind um, for rescuing squirrels as best as you could. Um, so yeah, you guys head out, and uh, I think that's the end of the heist. Woo! Congratulations, you ah. have successfully heisted a person, three people. Well done, um, everyone! Yay! Um, as you guys uh, start, um, as the carriage starts heading towards the Order of the Mouse, Rapunzel, um, I need you to make a uh, perception check. Oh, okay. I knew we did something to the carriage. Uh, that's an 18. Um, you notice that uh, your dress is normally purple. It's green for some reason. Cool. Do I know why? Uh, with an 18 perception, you start to kind of pat your dress, and then something clicks in your mind, and you pull on the necklace that you have, and the lecturer is glowing bright green um, as uh, the inside begins to swirl, um, and the gem begins to glow really hot. Oh. Um, okay. And there's a bright green flash. Um, and you are suddenly no longer in the carriage. You are standing in the middle of a dank, dark cave that you know is a cave because you can hear dripping uh, from all around. And you can hear a uh, low voice say, Balance the scales! Balance the scales! And instantly, pfft, you're back sitting in the uh, carriage as if nothing has happened. 
um, with with a light sweat dripping down your face. And that's where we're going to end it. Uh, we will see you guys on the next episode of Approximate Heroes, Disney and Dean. Bye. Bye.